Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of Six Friend Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's happening? What's bragging? What's bragging? What's popping? Yo, 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 ho, ho. Uh, engagement lights for me. Hey, yeah, man, your uncle <laughs> is about to become somebody's husband. Before I get into all that, let me go ahead and run this back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for even entertaining this. This has been so inconsistent this year. And uh, for every listen, every like, every share, every whatever, I don't give a fuck, man. Just thank you. Do you hear me? Thank you. I don't get, let, let me tell you something again. Thank you. Um, I don't usually do this, but I'm going to do something right now. I'm going to give the date and the time. Right now, at this proximal moment, it is 2.17, and the date is November the 5th. And the reason why I do that is because I just want to, share with you where I am at this moment, at this time that, you know, whenever you come to listen to this, I just want to, I want you to know what time and what date and where it was or where I was when I recorded this, because to me, it matters. And it obviously matters to you. You listening to my podcast, huh? I did not know that any of this was going to matter. I started this three years ago. And I did this for therapy, and y'all already know this. So uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time there, but thank you. Three years ago, the people I've been able to meet, the life I've been able to create with the assistance of the, the good people in my life, I, I don't know. You, you wouldn't, I, I didn't know it would occur this fast. And then on the other hand, I, I don't want to say it occurred this fast because I can remember two years ago feeling like I was living in hell. And I remember a year ago feeling like I was living in hell. And I can remember some times this year when I felt like I was living in hell. So at this very moment, at this very time, I can tell you right now, I am, I feel completely uh, bliss. I believe that's what it's called. Bliss. I think that's what they call it. Bliss. Um, But in doing so and feeling blissful and in, in feeling remarkable, I realized that a lot of this of this feeling no longer comes from this. Like I used to, I'm podcasting fools, loving the podcast, love podcasts, podcasting, podcasting, podcasting. Every single fucking week I'm podcasting. Every single day I felt like I was podcasting. At one point, <coughs> but you have been listening long enough, you remember surviving February, to which I podcasted every single day. I only missed one day, and that was out of sheer exhaustion. I think I said that correctly. Sheer exhaustion. But I podcasted at one point, and you know what? That was a leap year. So I podcasted 28 days. So I hold on, my boy Paul. Anyways, um, I podcasted every single day because that was my life. Podcasting was my life. Podcasting was my life. Like my life was only through podcasting. Like you were it for who you are, um, looking and listening to a man who had no life. 
three years ago. And podcasting, the thing I'm doing right now was my life. And so it was the only thing I did in life. I know that sounds super cliche, but I just want to paint the picture of where I was and what I was doing and how I can't believe sometimes, you know, the transitions. Because when I look back on it three years ago, when I was podcasting for the first time, I knew that I wanted to do different things in life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know when I was going to do it. I didn't know what we were going to do. Um, we, Sorry, man. My, my, my good brother Paul just sent me a text message. Well, I sent him a text message. Sidebar. If you, um, well, sidebar, rest in peace to take off. Um, very, very, very sad situation. And in and, and no, no humorous manner do I mean this. Rest in peace to Aaron Carter. Um, you know, for y'all who knew Aaron Carter, and this is just super random, but I'll get back to the point. For you all who were alive in the 90s like I was, Aaron Carter was a big deal. And, and it's super sad to see him go out the way he did because he was crying for help. But it, it just, as for takeoff, I, I don't have enough words to talk about that. I, I can't. But I will get into this. I will get into those things later on. But uh, I just wanted to share. I don't even know if my brother even listens to my podcast, but uh, but my homeboy, Paul, You've been down since the treehouse, at least since I've been in Sacramento. When I when I moved to Sacramento, I was 15 years old. Well, I was 14 years old, going on to 15. And uh, I met this dude named Paul, my um, my junior year's good brother. And uh, one thing I always loved about this Negro was uh, in football, I never could outbest him. He was just as good as I was. But in life, I could never outman him. He 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 was a man of his words. He definitely did what he said and said what he did. So he, rarely did he say what he, what he was going to do. Because he only did the things he said he was going to do, and he only said the things he said he was going to do. And I know, you know, Paul, you're not perfect, but brother, you've come a long way. I'm so proud of you. He has uh, some beautiful, beautiful children. Beautiful, beautiful children. Has a beautiful, beautiful wife. I won't say her name because it's none of y'all motherfucking business, but she's beautiful as well. And uh, yeah, shout outs to him. And I'm going to catch one of my nephews of uh, football games coming up soon. But uh, get into what this podcast is about, about me coming back into everything I'm into and getting back on subject. Um, I spent a lot of time with myself trying to become myself and therefore I'm very proud of the man that you hear talking because in just situations like this where I talk about my good friend Paul, I have to remember that I am still just a human and no way, shape or form did I do, no way, shape or form have I done any of the things that I've done by myself. I am not a prophet. I am not a savior. I am not an inspiration. Um, I don't strive to be any of those things. If you do find me to be any of these things, I do appreciate you. Do understand, I do not speak from a place of fact. I only speak from a place of opinion. And in my opinion, this is how I feel. In my opinion, no matter how uh, much you like it or don't like it, it will not change. I will analyze my opinion to fit, you know, what I believe to be true to my morals but I will not change my opinion to make you feel better about yourself, nor shall I dumb down my success, nor shall I minimize my intelligence to make you feel wholesome. You see, good things like my brother Paul here are, um, he understands. And when I say he understands, I, I just mean thoroughly he understands. He has, I guess that's what you kids call uh, understanding the assignment. Yeah, you, he, he understood the assignment. See, Paul understood the assignment from a long time ago. The assignment was get money, become a better person, and just be able to be even a better man 
for the children you want to give birth to in this world. I'm not going to talk much about Paul's life or his upbringing or anything like that, but hey, it was no fucking box of chocolates. I know that man's mama personally, and I know she did everything she could to make his life as best as possible, so I will not talk about whatever his upbringing was. I will say this, this man has come a long way. And so when I say he understands, I mean, he is not the only one that understands, but many of us understand. But a few of us who understand really speak about it out loud because why, 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 what's the point? What's the, what's the point? When you understand that what you need to understand about this life, you, you, unless you want to become a preacher, you become less preachy. Because the more you understand what this life is about and what life is about, you understand that most people will not understand. Only a few will get you and only a few will attempt to understand you and only a few will accept you. So once you understand what life in general is about, you understand the importance of those around you and appreciating those around you and saying, I love you to those around you and to calling those around you and to reaching out to those around you that you care about. It's as simple as that. Am I the easiest person to get along with? No. Am I the the nicest person to get along with? No. Have I done everything uh, uh, quote unquote politically correct? Hell to the motherfuck now. Have I been wrong multitude of fucking times? Have I said the wrong thing? Every single damn day I say something that's wrong. But I understand that those who understand me are those who I will give my all to in any given moment. But I see, I've been a human. I've been on the tracks. I've been on the train. I've been, I've been, I've been off my rocker. I've been there, dog. Believe me, you think you know, nigga. I know, nigga. It's not something you really want to brag about. Being on the wrong side of life is not something you really want to brag about. It looks real cool on television. It looks real cool to pop fly on TV. It looks real cool to sing about in songs, but it's not. Being on the wrong side of life is not where anyone needs to be. And I say that as a universal statement. Whatever your decision or your your feelings of what the wrong side of life is, is your fucking definition. That's why I'm not giving one. You're welcome. The only thing I can explain to you that I can assure to you that I I wake up every single moment, every single day, every single situation, everything I'm gifted with, every acknowledgement, everything I am uh, uh, seen for. I do all of this all for the reason of not to be a false prophet. I don't give a fuck what other reason you want to give. Just understand this is not to be done as a false prophet. I do not care to lead. I do not want to lead. That has been most of my problem my whole life. Now, shall I lead? I shall. Because I understand the situations. That's my job. I'm just a leader. That's just what I've been thrusted into. I mean, ask my parents. They had two kids after me. I used to say, mom, dad, I don't want to lead. Mom, dad, I don't want to be responsible. Mom, dad, I'm going to take care of this. They would say, you don't have no choice, son. You don't have a choice. Now, would I beg to differ? Yeah, I would. But you know what? They were pretty freaking right. I don't have <clears throat> I don't have a freaking choice. No choice. 
And it's like, bro, it, it's, it's crazy because choices are really what you make them. Choices are really choices are really what you make them. And it's in this and it's like people will get mad at you for choosing a lifestyle that they wanted, but chose not to chase. People will get upset with you for indulging in the fruits of your labor when they too could have had the similar reactions or uh, results, but they chose not to. People will get angry with you for you allowing them to choose their life's choices and therefore failing and getting upset that you told them not to do it or indirectly told them not to do it or suggested something else. What I'm trying to tell you is, is that if you are choosing to live your life's choices in a manner or in a way that won't anger or upset others, you are living your life in the wrong way. See, this is coming from somebody who is very uh, ashamed to admit this out loud, but I come from a long, long line of people pleasing. And ironically, I was always pleasing the wrong people because whenever you're pleasing people, you're pleasing the wrong people because the person you need to be pleasing is yourself. But understand there's a fine line with pleasing yourself and people pleasing. Welcome to adulthood. So it's like, I sit here and I think about like the choices I've made. Now it's 2.30 <laughs> afternoon. And I'm, I'm sitting in um, my own apartment that I share with uh, my now fiance. And I'll, I'll explain all that later in another episode. And I just think about the false prophets, like the people who really, you know, we all have false prophets in our lives. Let's, let's get this straight. And I'm not talking about like entertainers, because realistically, if you're looking up to an entertainer or an athlete uh, as your prophet or your leader, I'm going to assume you didn't have a really good relationship with your parents because, wow. And I don't mean that jokingly. But I mean that wholeheartedly. That has to be the truth because there's no fucking way that an active parent is going to let a fucking person who does not pay their kids' bills influence them. There's like I, I can never understand that. As me, as a personal a personal problem that I have with the possibility of being an influencer and an entertainer and things like that, or whatever the hell you want to label me, is I have issue with people telling me that it is my job to be responsible for other people's kids. No, it is not. It is my job to be in my head a walking figure of in, a positive influence to those around me. That meaning, I know there's little kids in my life that don't directly belong to me. Actually, they don't belong to me at all, but they look up to me. 
okay? I.e. little cousins, okay? I.e. you know, relatives, kids. I.e. you know, whatever the fuck, nieces and nephews. I understand those kids. When they see me, I want those kids to see someone that they can look up to and they can feel good about and they can say, I want to be like that nigga or that man. Or that, that mister, or whatever the hell they want to call me. I don't give a fuck. But I want to be a positive role model to those who are close towards me. Now, those people's kids, I do not know. That I do not uh, uh, see. That I have no idea. I don't know. I don't. Do not. I, I swear to God, I would yell at somebody's father if they were like, my son looks up to you. Why? Why would you raise your kid to look up to me? Why doesn't your kid look up to you? Ain't that your job? Ain't you they fucking parent? Ain't that what you pushed them out of your body for? Stop with this bullshit, man. These people ain't your fucking idols. Don't look up to them. They're motherfuckers who just trying to make a paycheck. Uncle Buche is a nigga behind the mic trying to make a paycheck. I am trying to live day by day in this crazy ass city called Los Angeles. That is what I'm trying to do. Not be anybody's fucking idol. Do you hear me? Thank you. Now, as we return back to the false idols, there are false idols and false prophets in your motherfucking life. Learn how to get them out your motherfucking life. Okay? And I'm not here to tell you who they are because, again, this is all subjective. I do not know who the false idols in your life are or who the false prophets are, but learn to remove them. So maybe, maybe... Maybe I sound crazy. Someone recently told me I was having a Kanye moment. Shout outs to you. You know who you are. But let me explain something to you. The reason why I had to come back to you after this long-winded time of time and just on this random Saturday that I decided to drop is that I wanted you all to understand that I, too, was once caught up in the hype of false prophecy. I, too, wanted things out of this podcast and shit that was not legitimate. I, too, worried that if I stayed away from podcasting too long, you guys would forget about me or everything I worked for would just go up and smoke. I worried about all of that. And then I moved to L.A. And life just got weird. And bills started piling up. And issues started becoming more frequent and problems were everywhere and my aunt died and I wasn't sure if this was really worth it and then I got back on the hill, I got back on the horse and got started to get shit going and then a good friend from college was murdered and then again, y'all have heard the story, if you've been listening all year you know what's up I don't enjoy any of that shit and I, I wish I could bring Greg back. I wish I could bring back Swaggy C. And I wish I could bring back a lot of people. But I understand in, in, in all fairness. Because life is life. That that was what I guess. I guess this is how life was supposed to go. I'm not saying I'm happy it went this way. I'm not. I, I don't. I never wanted it to be this way. That's even from people that I fell out fell out of favor with. You know, I talk a lot of shit, but you know, I wanted I wanted it to work. You know, there's people that I had to put out in these last three years. I had to remove them from my lives. They were my false prophets. 
So I want you to understand this right now. If you ever considered me a friend, if we ever were considered um, homies, bros, uh, partners, whatever the fuck we considered ourselves, and we don't speak, and it doesn't seem like we're on good terms, and we generally understand with Keith, not Pooch, because fuck Pooch, this is Keith speaking to you directly, that uh, I wanted these things to work out. I wanted those friendships to work out, but it was just shown in my best favorite that it wasn't. So this is the most sincerest way I can say it. I had to remove you from as my life, as a friend, because my friends in some ways are false prophets um, when I have to remove them. And what, what I mean by that is I, I take friendship very seriously. So I take the words and the actions of my friends very seriously. And if I start to feel like those Things are driving me in the wrong direction. I feel like I'm believing you because a friend, I believe in you. For my friend, I believe in you. And if I feel like I can't believe in you when you're my friend, then I need to remove you. So that is why you're gone. So no, there was no need for a conversation. And you know who I'm speaking to. I wish everyone the best, though. I wish everyone nothing but prophecy. I'm sorry. Prophecy, sorry. I, I wish... Everyone, nothing but positivity and uh, prosperity. Again, I know I talk a lot of shit, but I do need you all to understand that false prophets are real. And that is one of the reasons why a lot of us live with insecurities, but it's because we're too busy running around wondering if he or she or they or whatever pronouns people are using, we're wondering if they like us. But when did you ever sit back and think about, do you love yourself?